It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today we're on page 11 of our devotional titled, Our Prayer, God's Desires. John Wesley said, Proceed with much prayer, and your way will be made plain. Finally, the Apostle Paul had the chance to defend himself before King Agrippa. In Acts 26, we read that it was his moment to declare before the king that he had done nothing other than serve his God faithfully. Understand that many people listening to Paul that day thought he deserved to be executed. Talk about being in hostile territory, a place where everyone knows your name and wants to kill you. With the odds stacked against him, Paul retold his account of his conversion to Christ. This encounter resulted in the ministry he now must defend. What he said is familiar to anyone who has read through the book of Acts. Paul didn't change his message. Why would he? His hope had always been in God's Messiah, and he believed that Jesus was God's anointed. There is no question where Paul drew his confidence. He had come to see that scripture had long anticipated the person Jesus. Paul also had an encounter with the risen Lord. Christ revealed his power to him, and he believed it. The apostle said the trials he faced had brought him to this very moment before the king. His chance to defend himself was another opportunity to testify about Jesus to both small and great. Small and great had nothing to do with crowd size. Paul rejoiced at the opportunity to share the good news with all people from all walks of life. Paul would have had the same tenacity with the same person who cleaned his jail cell as he had right then with the king. Of course, God's idea of who is small and who is great differs from ours. We tend to look to status and income to help us determine who's great. Thankfully, God has always looked upon us much deeper than that. Still, we can appreciate what made this circumstance of Paul's sharing that day great. It's truly an inspiring moment. At one point, a leader hurled an insult at him. Paul didn't flinch. He continued until he said to the king himself, King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. Imagine someone telling the president of the United States today what they believe. It'd be impolite to do so may also be out of place. Even that example wouldn't be the same because we, the people, elect presidents. King Agrippa had no concern about electoral votes. His authority was final and his reign was ultimate. Listen to Paul's final prayer. After the apostle confronted the king, we hear it. It's that everyone would come to know the love of God. He knew it could have taken time for that prayer to come to fruition. In the meantime, he would keep praying and keep proudly working for God. It's obvious the chains he endured could never have impeded his ministry. 
I trust they never hindered his praying either. I hope you and I share Paul's prayer for all people to know the love of God. And I hope we can have the same level of prayer force. I hope so because it wasn't only Paul's prayer. It is God's desire. We know it's God's desire because we read of it in scripture time and time again. It's why God sent his son to the world. You and I see God's desire through his actions. I'm suggesting to you that part of what motivated Paul so much was the way he prayed and for what he prayed. Why else would he have been willing to endure persecution? For God so loved the world, he gave us his son. That's the world's most well-known verse. I like to translate it a bit just to remind us of how we are part of God's story. God so loved the world, he did something. So let me ask you, because you want the world to know God, what are you willing to do? Would others hear God's desires in your prayers and by what you commit your life to be? How will others be inspired by the prayer coming from your heart? How confident are you that your church's prayer is for all people to come to know the love of God? And how would you know if you were right? We tend to pray about what's important to us. What we pray about becomes more important to us. It's a holy cycle of prayer and action, inspiration and response. If you want the people you know to receive the love of Christ, pray for them to do so. Then submit to make that prayer your work. Invite the people you are praying for to church. Share scripture with them. Pray with them. Share your testimony. Be a good example, no matter how long it takes. Never give up praying for someone who needs to know the love of God. If you want them to know God, imagine how much more God wants them to know. Stay blessed. This has been a special reading from my devotional book titled Trying to Follow Jesus More Than I Failed Jesus. You can find a copy online at Amazon or check out my website, anotherjohn.com. God be with you.